Cerebral is an online mental health service that offers prescription medication, counseling, and therapy for anxiety, depression, ADHD, insomnia, and more. Cerebral is one of the few services that provides prescription medication online through a licensed provider and ships medication straight to your door. You can schedule sessions based on what's most convenient for you, and you don't have to wait weeks to be seen. And BuzzFeed Daily listeners can receive 65% off your first month of medication management and care counseling at Cerebral.com slash BuzzFeed. Go to Cerebral.com slash BuzzFeed for 65% off your first month. Join Cerebral today on their mission to make quality mental health care accessible and affordable for all. The NFL is back and the NFL app has you covered. So get ready for football all season long and just tap into the NFL app. NFL, baby, let's make it happen. Just tap in to watch your local and primetime games all season. Now through Super Bowl 56. For the end zone, touchdown! Get up to the minute news, videos, highlights, stats, and more on all your favorite teams and rookies to watch. Welcome to the NFL. Download to your mobile device today at NFL.com slash mobile or in your app store. Certain restrictions and data rates may apply. I'm John Gonzalez, the host of SI's new podcast, Sports Illustrated Weekly. Sports Illustrated has delivered some of the best storytelling in sports for 70 years. And now that continues on our show. Each week, we'll dive deep into the best stories from around the sports world. Sports Illustrated Weekly is available every Wednesday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe now. BTS delivered a speech at the United Nations General Assembly addressing COVID-19 and climate change. Daniel Craig doesn't think a woman should play 007. And we talked to Instagram user Sweet Simple Something about her journey from ditching the hair dye to fully embracing her grays. It's September 21st, 2021. Hey friends, I'm Casey Rackham. And I'm Shiloh Watson. Welcome to BuzzFeed Daily. All right, so to kick things off, K-pop group BTS are taking their roles as South Korean diplomats seriously. Just two months after being assigned roles as South Korea's presidential envoys for public diplomacy, the band gave a speech at the United Nations General Assembly. They used the opportunity to urge people to get the COVID-19 vaccine, which all seven members have received, and get involved with addressing climate change. Band member V said, quote, I hope we don't just consider the future as grim darkness. We have people who are concerned for the world and searching for the answers. There are still many pages left in the story about us, and we shouldn't talk like the ending is already written. I mean, I love this. I think it's so important that when people have a platform that they use it um, and that they're actually taking their roles as diplomats seriously. I think that that's great. I, but also, Shyla, when we're when we're talking about when you have a platform, this isn't just a platform. This, this is, is like motherfucking yes. BTS. Like yes, their platform exactly. is the uh, the amount of power they have and their fans have is I I literally can't even fathom it. It's kind of scary. <laughs> yes, it's scary when you know when not used for good, and this is good. Like yes, the and best. it's a global platform. It's not just for like South Korea. It is for everyone, all of their fans, all over the world. So this. And, you know, I also do like that, like as like the cynic I am and stuff like that, when they're saying something like we shouldn't talk like the ending is already written. It's that's fair, because I feel like, you know, we always see those memes that are like, this is the hellscape we're in. Like the ending is near. It's in flames already. And it's like, okay, jokes are funny, but also we we seriously need to buckle down. (laughs) 
Okay, so in other news, Daniel Craig recently shared why he doesn't think James Bond should be played by a woman. Daniel, who's been playing 007 for the past 15 years, said, quote, there should simply be better parts for women and actors of color. Why should a woman play James Bond when there should be a part just as good as James Bond, but for a woman? You know what, Shyla? How about we just don't? We just- I don't know how to feel about this. Like, part of me is like, yeah, but then I listen to it again and I'm like, oh, but no. no. The, well, because I'm sorry, Daniel Craig, but there isn't another role like that right now. This is an iconic role. So if we give it to a woman, that's iconic. Yes, women should get other roles. There should be other great 007 roles, but that's not the case right now. So give them what we do have. Honestly, I just want both. Like, yes, create a different role, but then let's also have a woman or a person of color or both play 007. Like, why yeah, does it I have think, to be one or the other? I think we should probably, like, as a general rule, like, don't come forward and be like, a woman shouldn't get this role. Right. Just <laughs> never say that ever. <laughs> Okay, so if you've noticed a lot more gray hair in your Instagram feed over the past few years, you're not alone. More and more women are embracing their grays and letting them grow out, despite the stigma that still accompanies the natural gray look. Joining us today to talk about why so many women, including herself, are done with dyeing their hair is Instagrammer Kristen, aka Sweet Simple Something. Hi, Kristen. Thanks so much for joining us today. Hi. So first off, do you remember when you noticed your first gray hair? So the first time that I found a gray hair, I believe I was 16 years old. It was on my part. I think I might've started getting gray hair before that because I was dyeing my hair just for fun. My mom is a natural brunette and she started dyeing her hair blonde to mask her silver strands my entire life. So it's kind of a genetic thing, but definitely a very young age. So how old were you when you, like your roots started fully coming in gray? I mean, I started dyeing my hair, my roots when I was in high school. So in my twenties, it got to the point where I was dyeing it every four weeks to cover all of the silver. Okay. So you stopped dyeing your hair in early 2020. What made you decide to start letting your grays grow out? And you know, like, was there a big aha moment or was it just a lot of little things? So probably two years before I made the decision, I wanted to stop dyeing my hair. I was a working mom with two kids under the age of three, and I was just tired of spending what felt like my only free time in the salon once a month for two hours just to dye my roots brown. And my hairdresser talked me out of it for two years. She told me that she wouldn't let me go gray because I was too young and I needed to wait until I was at least 40 to let my hair go gray. So I started researching young women with gray hair on the internet because I didn't know any in person. And I found women on Pinterest and on Instagram where they looked my age, but just had silver hair and they looked beautiful. And so I started screenshotting those pictures and taking them to my husband and to my friends to try to get buy-in. Like, look at this, you know, this person has gray hair and she looks great. Ultimately, I went to my stylist. She still kind of gave me pushback. So in November of 2019 was the last time that I dyed my hair. I went to her. She kind of refused to help me transition. And so I just never went back to her. And I went to a color correctionist because I thought that I was going to need to transition with help, meaning 
to highlight my hair to blend my gray grow out. And unfortunately, nine hours and $700 later, I ended up with dark brown hair with orange streaks. It was a very big mistake. I I regret it. But I did that in January of 2020 was um, when I tried to chemically transition into gray hair. And, you know, I feel like the timing couldn't have been better because then it was the pandemic and the shutdown just a few months later. So would you say that doing this, like changing your hair at this time helped you stick to your decision? Absolutely. I think I would have probably stuck to my decision regardless because I was so fed up. But I feel as though when you transition your hair to gray, it's a pretty emotional process. I I can't really explain it, but I didn't have to deal with as many people looking at my hair and whether or not they were actually passing judgment or I was projecting judgment onto them, you know, like, oh, they must be staring at my roots. But I definitely think that 2020 made it a lot easier. And I think that is evident when you go to Instagram and look at what is called the Silver Sisters community. There are a ton of people who started letting their natural hair grow around the start of the pandemic whether or not they wanted to or they were forced to because salons were closed. So, you know, a handful of celebrities took COVID as an opportunity to let their grays grow out, like Allison Janney and uh, Andy McDowell. Do you think that's affected people's decisions to ditch the dye and embrace their grays? I think that that will definitely impact us going forward. I think that what has started out as kind of a small group of women who were forced into this decision and then started to embrace it and are now sharing it, that coupled with now a public kind of display of women who are embracing their silver hair and they still look beautiful and very elegant and it doesn't you know it's not like one day you know one person looks 40 and then the next day they show up in the tabloids with silver hair and they look 85 I think it helps a lot to see it in the media and be able to see a woman looking just as beautiful with silver hair All right, we'll be right back with Kristen to talk more about going gray and the stigma behind it. At SheFit, we're tired of hearing new year, new you, fat burning secrets, and lose weight fast. The only thing you need to lose is self-doubt. The body you're in deserves respect, love, and support. Support you're not getting from your current sports bra. It's time to experience the only sports bra that actually does its job and outperforms the most popular brands on the market. It's time to feel real support from SheFit. Save $10 today at SheFit.com slash 2022. Thursday, February 10th. Kick off Super Bowl 56 weekend with host Keegan-Michael Key. Find out who will be named the AP Most Valuable Player. Delivered by Pizza Hut, the Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year. Presented by Nationwide and more. Plus, the Pro Football Hall of Fame Class of 2022. Delivered with Uber Eats will be revealed. NFL Honors. Presented by Invisalign. Thursday, February 10th at 9 Eastern, 8 Central on ABC, NFL Network, and ESPN+. All times live except in the Pacific Time Zone. Hi, I'm Hillary Clinton, and I'm excited to be back with a new season of You and Me Both. 
You know, when we started this podcast, we were going through some tough times, and let's face it, we still are. But I am a firm believer we're stronger together. So please join me for more conversations with people who will make you think, make you laugh, and help us find a path forward. Listen to you and me both on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. We're talking with Kristen, a.k.a. Sweet Simple Something about going gray. Now, you're definitely not the first person in history who has tried to hide their gray hairs. In fact, the Egyptians dyed their hair using henna as far back as 1500 BC. So why do you think humans have been waging a war against gray hair for basically three millennia? I think that we as a a society are so obsessed with being youthful for forever and for women specifically, we've kind of been conditioned in a way, whether by media or whatever the case might be, we've been conditioned to think that we are not worthy if we are not young and beautiful. And over time, and especially there are some ads from some name brand dye companies from the 30s, 40s, 50s, where they basically say, you're not a beautiful wife if you're not taking care of yourself and dyeing your hair and trying to be beautiful for your husband. So those are some really deep cultural roots that are going to take a really long time, I think, to, to break. 100%. And, you know, I know a lot of times when women decide to make a big change in their appearance, especially something that kind of defies social convention, other people think it's open season for them to give their unsolicited advice and opinions. And I mean, I know you've experienced that now just based on your hairdresser, which, wow, that I'm still letting that uh, sink in. But how, how did other people start treating you once you started letting your gray grow out? You know, I think it's a mixed bag. You know, I've been doing this quite publicly, literally a public account. And I know that that's open season for all sorts of beautiful people to come out of the corners and express their um, disdain or their love for what is growing out of my head. I think I was quite surprised when I first emerged after COVID and I thought that people were going to, you know, gasp when they saw me walk into a room and to think all of these awful thoughts that I was projecting onto them. And I caught so many compliments from men, from women. And I was honestly surprised by how many people thought it was cool to, you know, see what was just growing out of my head naturally. So, yeah, I think it's been shocking how nice people actually are when, you know, you're not assuming what they're going to think about your decisions. You know, you'd hope that the stigma around women showing their age is waning, and to a degree it is. You see younger people out there with few or no grays dyeing their hair gray on purpose. You know, have there been other ways that you've seen things changing out there? You know, you're starting to see more companies and brands embracing silver-haired women and in TV shows where a woman with silver hair isn't necessarily just the grandma, but another person 
in normal clothes playing a normal role for appropriate for their age with silver hair. Totally. I've definitely noticed that myself. So what do you think has been the most unexpected thing you've learned throughout this whole process? Honestly, for me, and I think the consensus goes amongst a lot of the friends that I've made on Instagram, the process of simply stopping the dyeing of your hair has changed so much more than just my hair. My perception of myself entirely somehow seemed to change when I stopped literally covering a part of me, hiding myself out of shame for, you know, hair that's growing out of my head. Now I feel more comfortable in my own skin all the way around. I don't look at myself the same. I see myself just as a more beautiful person inside and out. And I don't know any better way to describe it than just a liberation of sorts. Um, And that to me has been extremely surprising. Just feeling beautiful in my own skin as a person who has always, um, I was bullied as a child, you know, frizzy hair, buck teeth, lanky. I've always had these self-deprecating thoughts. And somehow over the past year and a half of growing out my hair, I've shed a lot of those things. And it's really just been enlightening. Oh, that's so empowering. I love it. Okay. Well, I have one final question because we know you spent a lot of time and money on being able to finally have your natural silver hair. If someone's thinking about letting their grays grow out, what's the biggest piece of advice you'd give them? There's no one way to stop dyeing your hair. So for me, I was dyeing my roots brown because box color couldn't cover my silver strands. So I needed a very potent professional hair dye. And so I was just dyeing my roots every month, spending all of this time and money, not even making it look pretty. And I felt like it had to be all or nothing. Now, my mom, who we talked about earlier, she has since in a way ditched the dye. Her hair is completely white now. It is stunning. But she doesn't necessarily at her age feel comfortable being completely silver. And so she has turned to low lights. So instead of dyeing her roots blonde every two to three weeks she would spend in the salon. Instead of doing that, she's now going once every few months and just putting low lights in her hair and it looks beautiful. Some people go cold turkey. Some people do what's called the dye strip method, which I think is really cool. It's where you dye one inch on either side of your part the same color that you would if you were dyeing your whole head. And then once you get to a point when you're comfortable with your silvers underneath, you just flip your part and you've grown however many inches worth of silver hair. And then the dye strip just grows out underneath it. So there's definitely no one way to to do it. Um, And it's I mean, if if you're out there and you feel exhausted and just tired of scheduling your vacations and weddings and dinner dates around the salon, there's definitely an option out there for you. Well, this has been very enlightening. Kristen, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. 
Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. That's it for today. Come back and join us tomorrow. And remember, just as a rule of thumb, women can play any role. Be sure to subscribe to BuzzFeed Daily on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you go for your sound stories. And please take the time to leave us a rating and a review. It helps us figure out what you like about the show versus what you love about the show. And remember to come back for more of what you love about BuzzFeed coming to you daily. When's the last time you took a time out? I'm Eve Rodsky, author of the New York Times bestseller, Fair Play and Find Your Unicorn Space, activist on the gender division of labor, attorney and family mediator. And I'm Dr. Aditi Narukar, a Harvard physician and medical correspondent with an expertise in the science of stress, resilience, mental health, and burnout. We're so excited to share our podcast, Time Out, a production of iHeart Podcasts and Hello Sunshine. We're peeling back the layers around why society makes it so easy to guard men's time like it's diamonds and treat women's time like it's infinite, like sand. And so whether you're partnered with or without children or in a career where you want more boundaries, this is a place for you, for people of all family structures. So take this time out with us to learn, get inspired, and most importantly, reclaim your time. Listen to Time Out, a fair play podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What grows in the forest? Our imagination and our family bonds. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Conquer your New Year's resolutions with the Before Breakfast podcast. In each bite-sized daily episode, you'll learn how to make the most of your time with practical tools to help you feel less busy and get more done. Listen to Before Breakfast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.